0: We're all just walking each other home. Ram Dass. The name of this piece is Legacy. I woke up this morning thinking about my parents, specifically what each of them had given to me. These gifts were quite different and kind of made me wonder about how my parents had wound up together in the first place. But upon second thought, I realized they complemented each other in a very specific way. My mother, who passed away over 25 years ago, had an indelible imprint on me. Sure, she made me spend Saturday afternoons as a teenager learning how to arrange flowers, not at all a choice I would have made, but she also imparted her love of cooking and entertaining to me. Her specialty was the dinner party, grandiose in setting but welcoming and homey in food selection and camaraderie. She sent me numerous pictures of how her table looked, what she served, who was there, and any highlights she remembered of various dinners at home. This was her way of making sure she entertained all the people who had sent invitations to her and to make sure she never served the same thing twice. She meant for me to start keeping track as well, but being the practical person that I am, I found a recipe I liked and served it at all my dinner parties for a year or so or until another one caught my fancy. All this preparation and formal dinner settings are a thing of the past with my friends here in California, as informal is the preferred way of entertaining these days. Old habits do die hard, however, and I use my good silver every day, hand-washing it whether it's dinner for one or eight. Napkins and their holders still have a place at my table, as does any silver serving pieces I might have. Desserts have lately become my focus, bringing back memories of the Christmas my mother made individual chocolate cabbage leaves that she turned into round little cabbages that lined our dinner table on Christmas Eve. She was all about beauty, my mother, in her dress, her house, her table. She prided herself on decoration, especially at Christmas time. Our trees boasted a different theme almost every year, from birds to cherubs, ribbons to needlepoint ornaments. Her love of celebration didn't end with the holidays as she joyously changed our interior decor from Asian to modern, traditional Southern to Louis XIV. True, she would exhaust herself with all this, but she just loved it, especially when it turned out exactly as she wanted it to. I started out my young entertaining life in the same fashion, but found these Southern expressions of labor and love weren't given the same gravitas in California as they were in Alabama. Nonetheless, I persevered, hoping to educate my dining companions as to the correct way to entertain, and entertaining myself as well along the way. I still love my family silverware pattern, dish sets, serving dishes of various complementary colors, and a good tablecloth. I also love dry cleaners for the napkins and tablecloth, a dishwasher for all the serving dishes and cookware as well as any leftover dessert. And I appreciate a lovely table setting at anyone else's home as well. My father, on the other hand, was all about getting things done, and his accomplishments in the wholesale grocery business were a testimony to his vision. He was always thinking about the future, how he would fit into that vision, and if he had to take a risk or two along the way, he'd do it in a heartbeat although he'd worry about it until it concluded in just the way he'd hoped it would. He kept most of this to himself, as he did with his code of honor, which I never take for granted. He taught me to look a person in the eye when introduced and give him a firm handshake. To this day, if you hand me a floppy shake, I will view you with a little bit of skepticism. He said his word was the most important thing he could give a person, and years later... When my mother found the family coat of arms, the motto was, once said, never forgotten. I don't think he ever knew that, but he knew the right thing to do. When he gave me my first credit card, he told me to be careful not to abuse it because it would last me the rest of my life. Well, it didn't. But I have never gone crazy charging things I couldn't pay back each month, although I will admit to a slip or two along the way. Daddy is gone these six-plus years now, but I feel his presence at every football game I watch, and there are many. We watched our fair share of games together, me approaching apoplexy if the game was tight. He cautioned me to wait, saying, there's just no telling what will happen. We both spent time at the University of Alabama. He is a little more of a storied past than mine, and any time the tide plays, I can feel him watching me just over my right shoulder. He had a mischievous twinkle in his eye, and I heard enough stories about him in his youth to know he took more than one walk on the wild side. I gotta say, I do love that part of who he was, almost as much as the daddy part I grew up loving. He felt like he was hard to please as I grew older, but I know he was holding each of us girls to a higher standard so no one would think we got special treatment from him, especially if we worked in the family business. I did work there for a short time, just enough to prove to him and myself that I had what it takes to do the job the way he wanted it done. That was satisfying for me, and I think satisfying for him too, although he'd never have admitted it. Just before he died, he motioned for me to come closer to him in his reclining chair and whispered that he loved the hell out of me. I was so taken aback by this ardent declaration I still cherish those words more than anything else he could have said. I've come to realize I was born in a time of trust, doing the right thing for no other reason than it was the right thing to do, being kind to others and looking for ways to bring beauty and joy into my life. These legacies, I feel, are going by the wayside, and at the risk of sounding like somebody's grandmother, I have to say I think I'm lucky to have had this upbringing. I do think things were better back in my day, and I hope i live to see a resurgence of enough of these values to help make us all a little bit happier. Thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining, too. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you enjoy the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. If you didn't like the show, well, I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. But you might want to try another one. They're all really different. You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on nowthatyouaskpodcast.com. Bye-bye for now.